Hi everyone, welcome to DBMK Podcast Episode 4. Today it is just me, Madeline is not in this recording. Um, We're sorry for the little bit of a hiatus we took the past three or so weeks. We promise we are getting back to it. We got some feedback just basically saying that our audio was a little tough to hear, so hopefully this sounds better and we will continue to have better audio throughout each episode. I just wanted to briefly go over a topic today I was talking to someone at the gym about, and it is the RPE scale. So he said that the RPE scale only works for people who are on steroids. And, um, you know, his thoughts were like, you see all these high-end lifters and they're getting stronger and stronger. They're using the RPE scale. They must be on steroids. So no, um, there might be some USAPL lifters on steroids that use the RPE scale, but the two are not mutually exclusive. So basically, you can program for a natural athlete who is not on gear, and they can make significant progress. So I'm basically going to talk about where the RPE scale came from, and a lot of people don't realize this. It's actually an endurance. Um, it's an, an endurance term. So it's called rating of perceived exertion, and that's basically how hard or how much work an athlete was doing, or subjectively. So how did that feel to them? And it correlated pretty well with heart rate beats per minute. So say someone was going on a long run, and they would say it was a 17. So anyone in the strength world knows that it's a 1 to 10 RPE. This was a 6 to a 19 scale from the National Institute of Sport and Fitness. A 17 correlated pretty well with... 170 beats per minute. So that's how endurance athletes use RPE scale. So they would say one an 18 RPE, and it correlated pretty well with um, 180 beats per minute. So that's kind of tough, and it's very subjective, but not quite as subjective as strength sports. In you know endurance athletes, you could track like actually what your RPE is. With strength sports, it's not that easy to gauge. I mean, you could do a percentage of one rep max, one rep max, but depending on slow and fast twitch muscle fibers, um, someone could do higher reps at a higher percentage of their one rep max than someone else. So if you know anything about the RP scale, it's in for strength sports, it's for, it's one to 10. I pretty much do 5.5 out of 10 because anything less than a five RPE, the research tends to indicate that it's super inaccurate and it could be off by quite a bit. So 5.5 out of 10, and you're using reps in reserve. So say I was doing a triple, um, and I could get two more reps. That would be two reps in reserve. So you do 10 minus 2 is 8. That would be an 8 RPE. If I was doing triples and I could get one more rep, that would be one rep in reserve. 10 minus 1 is a 9 RPE. So it just goes like that. It's 10 scale and it's using RPE, so, I mean, it's using reps in reserve as well, so however many reps in reserve, you subtract that from 10, and that's how what your RPE is. So you do not need to be on steroids to make progress using RPE. It's actually a good way for online coaches to help experienced athletes progress in the, in the gym um, from micro cycle to micro cycle, if they haven't planned out the macro cycle. 
or if they have, and it's a good way to gauge like, oh, this is about where he should be as opposed to where I thought he'd be. Um, so that's that. And um, that's pretty much all I wanted to say about it. Um, you don't need to be on steroids to use the RP scale to make progress. And, um, you know, it's, it's the only tough, the, the downside is the subjective nature of it in strength sports because someone's 9 RP could look to the coach like a 10 RP. You know, you always see people who will put grinders up on Instagram and it's like a four second concentric to the rep. And it's like, that was probably an 8.5 or a 9. And it's like, you're looking at it like, no, that was a 10. So that's probably where the danger comes in and um, the real downside. But as an experienced lifter, you kind of um, learn you know, especially if you're an experienced lifter who has grinded out reps, you know, like, oh, okay, you know, three reps from my final one, I start to slow down, but it's, I can still get more. So that's something you need to be aware of as an athlete before you just either say the RP scale sucks or you can't use it. So anyways, I hope that clears up what the RP scale is. And um, if you have any questions on using the RP scale, feel free to send me a message at Dan Bertarelli on Instagram or danbertarelli at gmail.com. Anyways, I hope you are doing great, and we will talk to you soon. We're going to start getting more um, more content up there. We got, got a new mic, so hopefully that helps the audio. All right, thanks, guys.